Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Coming to Karisk Bible College is like true fulfillment, truly getting teaching that would help myself as well as others. I received a lot. It was awesome. The people here and the instructors are definitely encouraging and edifying, and they just set you up for success. <laughs> and now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm continuing to teach on discipleship, and I have CDs and DVD teaching on this. We have a discipleship program, 48 lessons, that it takes a person through knowing nothing back to where they become the discipler. Uh, we've got videos. We've been showing testimonies of people. And I've just been sharing some things that are radical compared to where the average Christian is today. The average Christian's goal is to get their sins forgiven so that when they die, they go to heaven. And even though that's good, that is way less than what Jesus intended. Jesus did not tell us to go make converts and get people saved so they could go to heaven. He told us to go and make disciples. Now, part of being a disciple is you got to get your sins forgiven and you will get the benefit of going to heaven. But a disciple is a person who continues in the Word until it makes you free. And it, a disciple is a person who is victorious. Well, you, we've used a lot of scriptures on this. Let me use another one here out of Matthew chapter 10. And in verse 24, it says, The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master and the servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, which is another way of referring to the devil, how much more shall they call them of his household? In other words, this is saying that, you know what, you have to be willing to take persecution and take people criticizing you. And I know so many people who are converts that they, they have a personal relationship with the Lord. God has shown them things, but they wouldn't dare stand up and say it because somebody might be offended. Somebody might criticize them. You know what? You aren't a disciple. I love you. I'm not mad at you, but you aren't a disciple. A disciple is a person who's committed to God more than he's committed to himself, and he will take persecution if such is the case. And I know somebody says, well, we don't have persecution here in the U.S. Well, I will say this. We don't have persecution the way it is in some places where people are literally having their heads lopped off and stuff. But there is persecution here. I guarantee you, I get people writing me all the time telling me terrible things. I've got thousands of blogs written against me. If you never bump into the devil, it's because you're both headed in the same direction. If you stand up and start standing for the Word and speaking the truth, I guarantee you, you will get persecuted. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 12 says, Yea, all those who will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. If you aren't being persecuted, you are not living godly. Now, again, there's varying degrees of persecution in this nation. Most people aren't put to death for their faith, but I guarantee you, it, we are becoming increasingly hostile to anybody who's a Christian. You know, they were just trying to confirm this Naomi Rayal, I think is the way you say her name, and she was nominated to fulfill uh, Brett Kavanaugh's vacancy on the uh, appellate court for the D.C. 
area. And anyway, they attacked her over her Christianity. And this Cory Booker was just saying, so do you think Christ, uh, homosexuality is a sin? And he was attacking her and coming out against her and asking her these things. And of course, those are totally inappropriate questions to be asking a person for that. For one thing, um, it's actually forbidden th for them to say things like that. Anyway, I won't go into all of that, but my point is, do you think that if they had a Muslim person that was a nominated for uh, filling an appellate court thing, do you think that these people would have said, so do you believe in Sharia law? Do you believe, are you against homosexuality? Do you believe it's a sin? They wouldn't do that. That's politically incorrect. That's biased. You are homophobic. You are Islamophobic. And they would do all this, but a Christian, man, they attacked this woman. They came against her. They humiliated her. My point is, see, Christians are being persecuted. Maybe not in the sense that they lop our heads off, but I guarantee you, you will be persecuted. And Jesus said, if they've called me Beelzebub, the prince of the devils, well, then they're also going to be against you. And if you aren't willing to take that persecution, then you aren't a disciple. You might be a convert. You could go to heaven when you die, but you aren't a disciple. In John chapter 13, verse 34, he says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one for another. So another distinguishing characteristic of a disciple is that you love people. Over in 1 John chapter 5, it says that if you uh, have say that you love God, but you don't love people, how can you do that? How could you love someone you can't see if you don't love the ones that you do see? In other words, love is a characteristic of a disciple. And I'm saying this in love. I'm not against you. You could be born again and on your way to heaven, but there are many of you that are just as mean as a snake. You're carrying unforgiveness in your heart. You criticize people. You're angry. You're bitter. You aren't a disciple. If you were a disciple, you would be, you would be having the power of God set you free from those things. You would be walking in love. I've got lots of people that hate me. I've got people that criticize me all of the time. If criticism would kill you, I'd be dead. And yet I don't dislike one person on this planet. I've got people that have tried to kill me. I've been kidnapped before. I've had terrible things said about me and I'm not mad at anybody. You know why? Because I've continued in the Word and God has shown me some things and I've been set free from that. I would recommend it for you. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. John chapter 15, verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it you. This is talking about being a disciple, not just getting people to get a prayer so that they, if they die, they'll go to heaven, but no, so that they will mature, so that they will bring forth fruit and it will produce. This is what it's all about. You know, again today, I want to play a little clip for you about a man named Leland Shores. He's now gone on to be with Jesus and he's in heaven, but he got turned on to the Lord. He graduated from our school and he went to Uganda. And this discipleship program right here, 
WE NOW HAVE HUNDREDS OF THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE IN UGANDA WHO GO THROUGH THIS ON A WEEKLY BASIS. WE HAVE SEEN OVER A DOZEN PEOPLE IN UGANDA ALONE RAISED FROM THE DEAD THROUGH THIS DISCIPLESHIP PROGRAM. AND LELAND WENT OVER THERE AND MADE DISCIPLES. HE MADE HIS LIFE COUNT. LELAND WAS A DISCIPLE, A PERSON THAT WENT FAR BEYOND JUST BEING BORN AGAIN BUT INSTEAD, HE CONTINUED IN THE WORD UNTIL IT SET HIM FREE, AND THEN HE STARTED SHARING IT WITH OTHER PEOPLE. WATCH THIS, AND I'LL BE RIGHT BACK. MY HEART FOR MINISTRY IN AFRICA IS DISCIPLESHIP. THAT'S PRETTY SIMPLE. I REALLY DON'T HAVE ANY OTHER PLAN, BUT OUT OF DISCIPLESHIP IS uh, TEACHING AND REVELATION AND RAISING PEOPLE UP. Leland Shores entered Karis Bible College, Colorado Springs in the year 2002. After graduating and making Uganda his home, he went to be with the Lord unexpectedly on June 23, 2011. Everyone at Andrew Womack Ministries who was privileged to know Leland personally has lost a dear friend. He touched many lives in a unique and unforgettable way. But as a missionary, we know that Leland's legacy is just beginning. It's about who we are in Christ and learning how to be. And when we learn how to be, God can do everything that He has planned through us. And boy, that just takes us right to our eternal destiny. And that's just exciting to me. We now pause to celebrate the nine years he spent with Karis Bible College and Andrew Womack Ministries, during which he accomplished more than many people experience in a lifetime. Leland Shores enrolled in Karis Bible College in the fall of 2002 after giving up a successful career in Dallas, Texas. Selling his home and most of his personal possessions and moving to Colorado Springs he eagerly poured himself into his studies, taking special interest in the discipleship evangelism course taught by Don Crow. I was standing in the back of the auditorium and Don Crow was ministering about the trip that he had just uh, led to Uganda. And I thought somebody had come and they were standing next to me, but I heard a voice and it said, I'm preparing you to go to Africa. And I said, okay. I've learned that when we say okay to God, it puts the responsibility on him to fulfill it. As a second-year student, Leland's CBC missions trip took him to Uganda with Don Crow. It was only the first step in what was to become a life-changing journey. The principles that became a driving force in Leland's life are now living in hundreds of thousands of people around the world. He founded the Discipleship Evangelism Program in Uganda, a program that is now impacting nearly half a million people in that African nation. Leland established the Andrew Womack Ministries bookstore in downtown Kampala, making the message of God's love and grace available to thousands of people in this sprawling urban center. And he founded Karis Bible College Uganda, graduates of which are raising the dead, broadcasting their own word-filled radio programs and holding crusades throughout the country. His students, his disciples, are already duplicating his works. And because Leland's focus was on discipleship, 
His true ministry is just beginning, and the potential is greater than any of us knows. And that is Africa. See ya. Leland checked into a hospital on Monday. Diagnosed with pneumonia, he was placed in ICU and mandated two weeks of total rest. On Thursday, his vital organs simply shut down. Leland leaves behind his lovely wife, Carol, and her family in Antibi. His father, mother, sister, and brother in Louisiana. The student body of Karis Bible College. A host of African pastors tutored in the Discipleship Evangelism program. And countless changed lives. The deposit of his life will yield harvest after harvest in the years ahead, as others are discipled and called to take up the message of God's unconditional love and grace and build on the foundation of the work in Uganda begun by Leland Shores. I will be there for the rest of my life. Leland's story is just beginning. Man, isn't that awesome? I tell you what, I've been to Uganda many times, and I was actually with Leland when he met with the president, President Museveni and his wife, and I saw the favor of God on him. I went into the back areas of Uganda, into remote areas, and uh, we met in little churches that didn't even have a roof on them. We took boats over to islands. We went into these remote places, and I saw the fruit of Leland Shores. And it was fruit that remains. And did you know that to this day, even though Leland has now graduated and he's with Jesus in heaven, to this day there are literally tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of people in Uganda who are receiving the truth, getting set free because of what one man did. Man, that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, let me also share this other story with you. I've, I BROUGHT THIS ARTICLE BECAUSE I DIDN'T WANT TO MISQUOTE THE PEOPLE'S NAME, BUT 
1921, there was these two missionaries, David and Siva Flood, and they lived in Sweden. And anyway, they became missionaries, went to Africa, to the Belgian Congo at that time. And uh, they were in a missions group, but they went out to a remote tribe and they really felt on their heart that they just wanted to reach these people. And yet the, the chief would not uh, allow them to minister in that village. And so they wound up having to live outside of the village, lit, built them a little cabin or a little hut there. And the only contact that they had, they had one young boy that they would allow to bring uh, eggs out to them and sell them these eggs. And that's the only person that they had contact with. So the wife, Siva, she decided that if this is the only opportunity I've got, I'll take it. And so she ministered to that boy, prayed for him. He got born again and uh, became a Christian. But she experienced malaria. She got pregnant. She, got birth, she gave birth in Africa in this remote area. And because her body had been weakened by malaria and stuff, she died 17 days after giving birth to this little baby girl that they named uh, Anya, I think, A-I-N-A. And so anyway, 17 days after birth, the mother died. The man, David, just dug a crude grave and buried his wife there. And then he, he hired one of the villagers to take his little baby daughter back to the missions uh, compound. And he left and he went back to Sweden and he said, that uh, God had taken everything from him and he turned away from God and from his call to the mission and everything. And anyway, that was in 1921. This little girl was taken in by some of the people there in that missions compound, but then they died. And finally, an American missionary took her and became her daughter. They renamed her Aggie and they lived in South Dakota. And this woman, when she was older, I'm not sure the exact time, but 70 or 80 years or whatever, somebody gave her a magazine like this. And there was a picture of a grave with a cross on it. And on the name of the cross was Siva Flood. And she knew that that was her mother. And it was written in Dutch. She couldn't read it. So she went and got somebody to translate it for her. And it turns out that that one little boy, that young boy who was led to the Lord, he grew up he developed in his Christianity. He led the chief of that village to the Lord. And there were now over 600 Christians there. And they had taken this little primitive grave that her husband had dug for her. And they had made it into this thing with a cross on it. And uh, there were now 600 believers because of what that woman did, gave her life and witness to that one boy. So she was so touched. She went back to Sweden and she found that her father had married and there were now four uh, half siblings and she got to meet them and she wanted to go meet her father. And they said, well, he's been an alcoholic his whole life. His life had just been wasted and he would not tolerate anybody mentioning God. So anyway, this woman, a a Aggie, as she had been named by her adoptive parents, she went and found her father and he was, you know, in the dark with whiskey bottles all around him, his life ruined. He had just had a stroke a short time before. And she walked in and just said, Papa. And instantly he knew that that was his little baby girl. And she began to talk to him and he began to cry. And she started talking to him about the Lord. And at first he didn't want anything to do, but he told her that their labor had not been in vain. 
HIS WIFE DYING HAD NOT BEEN IN VAIN. THERE WERE OVER 600 BELIEVERS IN THAT VILLAGE. AND THIS MAN, JUST A FEW WEEKS BEFORE HE DIED, HE DIED VERY SHORTLY AFTER THAT VISIT, HE TURNED BACK TO THE LORD AND REPENTED AND SAW THAT HIS LABOR WASN'T IN VAIN. I TELL YOU, THAT REALLY TOUCHED ME. WE TALK ABOUT ALL OF THESE LARGE NUMBERS, AND IT'S WONDERFUL THAT WE'RE REACHING MILLIONS AND MILLIONS OF PEOPLE. BUT THIS COUPLE, THIS SIVA FLOOD, REACHED ONE PERSON, ONE PERSON WHO IN TURN BEGAN TO REACH OTHER PEOPLE. AND HERE THEY WERE 70 YEARS LATER OR SOMETHING. THERE WAS OVER 600 PEOPLE IN THAT ONE VILLAGE. WHO KNOWS THE OTHER SEEDS THAT WENT OUT? I'M TELLING YOU, THIS IS WHAT IT'S ALL ABOUT. GOD HAS CALLED US TO NOT ONLY RECEIVE OUR SALVATION AND GO TO HEAVEN, BUT WHILE WE ARE IN THE PROCESS, HE WANTS YOU TO BECOME A DISCIPLE. HE WANTS YOU TO BECOME A PERSON THAT IS LITERALLY LOVES GOD AND LOVES OTHER PEOPLE MORE THAN YOURSELF, THAT YOU WILL TAKE THE PERSECUTION AND THE CRITICISM AND PEOPLE ROLLING THEIR EYES AND CALLING YOU A FANATIC OR WHATEVER IT IS. HE'S LOOKING FOR PEOPLE THAT WILL MOVE ON BEYOND JUST GETTING YOUR SINS FORGIVEN AND YOU WILL BECOME A DISCIPLE THAT CAN LITERALLY BEGIN TO START REPRODUCING THIS LIFE THAT GOD HAS GIVEN YOU AND OTHER PEOPLE. AND THIS IS WHAT MY WHOLE LIFE AND MINISTRY IS ABOUT. I TELL YOU, I'M PASSIONATE ABOUT THIS. THIS IS WHAT ALL OF THIS MATERIAL IS ABOUT. I WANT YOU TO GET THIS. IT WOULD CHANGE YOUR LIFE. WE'VE GOT THIS VERY BOOK THAT YOU SAW LELAND SHORES TALKING ABOUT THE DISCIPLESHIP PROGRAM. THIS IS WHAT IT IS RIGHT HERE. AND THERE ARE MILLIONS OF PEOPLE THAT ARE BEING DISCIPLED THROUGH THAT. YOU COULD BE ONE OF THEM. AND OF COURSE, OUR CARIS BIBLE COLLEGE IS THE MOST IMPORTANT WAY THAT WE HAVE OF GOING DEEP AND MAKING DISCIPLES. AND WE'RE OFFERING A SPECIAL DISCOUNT FOR ANYBODY WHO WANTS TO COME TO OUR COLORADO SPRINGS CAMPUS. Uh, IF YOU'LL LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER, HE'LL GIVE YOU ALL OF THIS INFORMATION. BUT I ENCOURAGE YOU TO TAKE THESE THINGS I'VE BEEN TEACHING ABOUT DISCIPLESHIP. AND DON'T JUST LISTEN TO IT AND THINK IT'S FOR THE FULL-TIME SUPER SAINT CHRISTIANS. THIS IS FOR YOU. GOD WANTS YOU TO BE A DISCIPLE. HE HAS SO MUCH MORE FOR YOU THAN WHAT YOU'VE EXPERIENCED. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO JOIN WITH US TODAY THROUGH THE MATERIALS, THROUGH THE BIBLE COLLEGE, THROUGH SOMETHING, BUT YOU NEED TO START GOING BEYOND JUST GETTING YOUR SINS FORGIVEN AND START EXPERIENCING THE TRUE JOY OF BEING A DISCIPLE. IT WAS AN HONOR TO LEARN THE WORD THROUGH ANDREWS COLLEGE. IT'S AN HONOR. I FEEL SO BLESSED TO HAVE BEEN ABLE TO GO. AND I FOUND FREEDOM IN THE FULLNESS OF THE GOSPEL. <laughs> <laughs> AND I'M JUST THRILLED AT THE JOY THAT HAS COME FROM THAT FREEDOM. Paris JUST CHANGED MY LIFE FOREVER. It, it's, IT'S INCREDIBLE. AND I'M SO THANKFUL. THANK YOU, GOD. <laughs> THANK YOU, GOD. ANDREWS BIBLE COLLEGE, Caris BIBLE COLLEGE, IS CELEBRATING ITS 25TH ANNIVERSARY BY GIVING NEW STUDENTS AT THE WOODLAND PARK CAMPUS A $250 TUITION DISCOUNT WHEN YOU REGISTER BY MAY 10TH. Go to karisbiblecollege.org slash discount to register today. You know, we are offering you a package on discipleship that is just powerful. I've got these CDs, and then we have DVDs that are live teachings. We have these destiny stories, which are modern-day uh, missionaries out there doing the work and changing people's lives. These will inspire you. And then we also have this discipleship program. There's 48 lessons in it, and this is being used all over the world. Millions of people are being discipled through this. 
So we've got each of these individually, or you can get them as a package. Listen to our announcer. He'll give you all of the information. Today's series is an abbreviated version of Andrew's teaching titled, Discipleship, The Path to Freedom. This six-part teaching in its entirety is available as a CD or DVD album recorded live from Andrew's 2017 Summer Family Bible Conference. Also available is the Discipleship Evangelism 48-lesson course. This course is designed so that anyone can reach an unbeliever, disciple a new believer, or grow with others in the Lord. Also available today is the brand new Destiny Stories Volume 3 DVD. Each of the three Destiny Stories volumes contain testimonies of people whose lives were transformed as they pursued God's will. These valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Or, if you prefer, you can get them as part of the Discipleship Package, which includes the Discipleship Evangelism 48-Lesson Course, Destiny Stories Volumes 1, 2, and 3, in your choice of either the CD or DVD album of Discipleship, The Path to Freedom. This package has a catalog value of $120, but you can get it today for only $85. Also, Andrew would like to make his notes on discipleship available to you as a free gift. Go to awmi.net to download your free digital copy today. You can find out more about Karis Bible College or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. I knew that Karis was going to be a place where I was going to learn about the Bible, about Christ, about God, who I was and whose I was. When I came to Curious Bible College, I get to renew my mind. And now I, I believe that I'm going to be ready to someday maybe be able to fulfill God's call for my life and to disciple other people. I don't know what other Bible colleges teach, but this one's definitely got it right. I mean, I love the teaching. The teaching is just, it's, it's blue chip, you know, it's, it's top notch. And then also, you know, it's just like a big family here. I mean, it's, we all care about each other and we all just have a good time with each other. This is a college that God has ordained and established for the purpose of launching an entire generation into the world to change the world and to change the way that it sees Him. Karis Bible College is making disciples all around the world. Disciples like Matthew Reed, when injuries sustained from a rollover car accident led to an addiction to drugs and alcohol, Matthew doubted that God actually loved him. Arrested for drug possession, Matthew's probation officer introduced him to a pastor that invited him to a men's advance conference. After hearing about the true nature of God, Matthew knew he needed more and enrolled into Karis Bible College where he received the revelation that set him free. The greatest revelation that I received during my time at Karis Bible College was that God's not mad at me. I don't have to perform. I don't even have to do anything. He accepts me. He loves me. He approves of me. He's not embarrassed of me. He's not ashamed of me. He calls me son. Matthew now leads teams, taking the same message he learned at Karis that delivered him to the streets of Denver, Colorado, 
being a physical representation of the love of God to the marginalized of society. Really passionate about the homeless in Denver. There's had a trauma that's happened in their life. There's been a loss of spouse, a loss of job, some kind of injury in their life that's put them in that position. I understand what it's like, especially when I had a broken back, to be in a situation where, where there was no hope. But I just have such um, passion and compassion for them. I did not realize that I could be usable in the kingdom of heaven. And at Karis, my time during Karis has produced healing and relationship with God in my life. And it has produced fruit on the inside of me that's paying dividends in other people's lives.